back in action here at the brand new podcast studios, which for the moment is conveniently located under a comforter in my closet. Um, Jacob could not be here with me today, um, obviously. I just wanted to update you guys on the year. It's been crazy. It has definitely affected all of us. We've all been playing catch-up, maybe eating some catch-up. Um, and Jacob and I have actually applied to medical school this year. So hopefully reaching a conclusion on that pretty soon. But we definitely have more time now to dedicate to creating episodes and making the podcast good. So this episode that you're going to hear is special because it is definitely a lot shorter. It's not conversational and it's much more serious. It has to do with the topic that I'm very I guess passionate about something that I think we need to be paying much more attention to, and it's COVID-19. We are, as you may know or not know, the number one manufacturer of COVID-19 cases in the world right now. My home state of Arizona is seeing increases of around 3,000 cases a day at the moment, and we need to be doing a better job of recognizing that this is a an epidemic that this isn't just something that involves me personally but a communal us our governments have not been doing enough and our healthcare system is bogged down and can barely breathe i think this is a wake-up call for us to see how this virus has shed light on many systemic problems in our society and we need to answer that call by doing something about it, by creating a system that can be prepared for this in the future and so that we aren't completely destroyed by it. So I tried to keep the theme of neuroscience intact with this episode, and I really hope you enjoy it. So without any further ado, the COVID special episode. A 44-year-old man was relaxing on his balcony in Manhattan, when he suddenly began to experience difficulty speaking and an inability to move half of his body. He was rushed to the nearest hospital where his brain was imaged and tests were taken. Scan results came back indicating that he was suffering an ischemic stroke in the left hemisphere of his brain, a puzzling case for someone that age. However, the mystery of why he had suffered a stroke was clouded even more when his COVID-19 results came back, positive. This wasn't the first case of these two complications occurring. A number of adults in the 30 to 40 year age range had been suffering strokes and testing positive for COVID across the United States. Interestingly enough, many were completely asymptomatic, not knowing they were even infected until being rushed to the hospital for signs of stroke. Now, you may be wanting to say, well, isn't the virus causing the stroke? But to try and answer that question, we have to dive deeper along with our medical professionals to make sense of what's happening on the cellular level. Welcome to the Brain New Podcast. I'm your host, Milo Charbel, and today we'll be talking about an interesting comorbidity of COVID-19. To get started, let's take a look at what COVID is. COVID's a viral infection, and like any virus, it requires a host to survive and reproduce. If you've seen any of the depictions of the disease, you can clearly see what look like crown-like protrusions on its surface, hence the name coronavirus. And these little proteins are like signal jammers when it encounters any cell with matching receptors. The proteins on the virus can bind the receptors 
and trick the cell into engulfing it where it can then go to hijack its DNA and create billions of copies of itself, kind of like a cocaine-fueled printing press. COVID has coat proteins unique for the ACE receptor, which can be found in a lot of the body, but are in high density in the lungs, which can help explain why it's been causing such respiratory distress among its hosts. So far, it's pretty similar to other viruses, but the common cold, which is also a virus, hasn't sent this many people to the hospital for strokes. What's different? Well, the reason isn't primarily because of the virus, but how your body responds to it. Our immune systems are a beautiful thing, but sometimes they love us a little bit too much, kind of like an overbearing mother. Upon realizing an infection is present, our immune cells kick into action and do a wide variety of complex things, but two of the most important things they do is A, trap the virus and try to match it to our antibodies, or B, do a little napalm strike to kill infected cells and surrounding cells to keep the infection at bay. And B is actually one of the main reasons you get a sore throat when you have an upper respiratory infection. And when our immune cells turn on, your cellular damage if not treated. Now this isn't specific to COVID, and it is by no means something new, but it has been happening at an alarming rate in COVID patients. So it still isn't clear why the brain's a potential target, and unfortunately the only explanations we have are from clinical experience and post-mortem analysis, but compiling this knowledge does provide a compelling argument for the origin of the blood clots that have been causing these strokes. Doctors think that the overamplification of immune cells, the resultingly high density in blood vessels, may be causing them to aggregate and become stuck together. However, more recent information seems to point to a little naughtiness in the virus's ability to make the environment around blood vessel cells to become stickier, so the virus can more easily attach to the receptors and enter the cells. Consequently, stickier blood vessels combined with a massive increase of immune cells could definitely lead to clotting. And any clot could find its way to the brain to create a sudden stroke. Certainly, this can be a valid explanation for this phenomenon. However, we need to take all of this information with a grain of salt. There are still many more questions that need to be answered and many more studies waiting to be done. The great, great majority of people who do get COVID will most likely not have a stroke. And most will probably not even need to go to a hospital. The people with the highest risk factor of developing a stroke complication are those over the age of 70 and those with previous history of clots who already have a higher history of stroke without being infected. So no, please take a deep breath because you probably won't have a stroke if you become sick. But please, do it from behind a mask. We're in an unprecedented time in our history. We are going to learn so much about this disease, our healthcare system, and ourselves when it's over. This is not a political battle, but a chance to become critical thinkers and innovators, to understand the risks for ourselves, however small it may be, and it is up to us to be empathetic for those at highest risk of developing complications from this virus. Our world is better if we act together. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please visit us at brainnewpodcast.com. That's B-R-A-I-N-N-E-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And please make sure to leave a review. And I know we're a little late to the party, but we are giving all donations made on our website this month 
and next month to families in need during this crisis. So leave a dollar if you can. If not, God bless you. I'm Milo Charbel with the brand new podcast, signing out.